Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Well, it all started for me when I was 19. Um, I had really severe panic attacks, actually. I had a really severe generalized anxiety disorder, which meant that I had really bad panic attacks multiple times a day, every day. And it actually left me trapped in my room for months at a time. So I was kind of trapped in my parents' house in my room, unable to leave. And it was really awful. So I think that that period of my life was the beginning, it was the very first brush with adversity that I had to deal with. and it gave me my love for learning and it gave me my drive to overcome my weaknesses or else because when you're trapped in your room and your life has nowhere to go, you feel like you've got no choice but to succeed. And that was the first time that I really learned that important lesson. As I got out into the real world, the first thing I did was I got a job and I got a job working in a bar and I realized that I was um, painfully shy around women. And and I met a friend there that worked at the bar, and he was a he was a corporate lawyer who had taken a year off to relax and party and enjoy himself. And you know, uh, he he was he was very good with women. He was extremely good. He he the things he would say and um and the things he would do and achieve with girls just blew my mind. And he he took me under his wing, and he started getting me out now and again with him. Uh, I, I was around this time when I was 20 that I discovered that there was a, a community, like a pickup artist community. You know, I read the book, The Game by Neil Strauss, and I discovered this community. And I started going out three, four times a week, uh, using all this stuff that I'd learned and read about. And it was interesting because I started to get some some success, I guess. Like I started to get women now responding to me, going on dates with me. Sometimes I'd be hooking up with them, all that kind of thing. And that was really great. But interestingly, my self-esteem was still shattered. Um, you know, that was something weird was going on. I was picking up women, I was doing well, but I still felt really, really horrible about myself. And I still felt generally depressed. So what I did was I turned my back on the pickup sort of artist thing for a while. And I got really heavily involved in something that's called men's work. I don't know if any of you have read David Data, uh, Way of the Superior Man, all that kind of stuff. But I got really heavily involved in that work. And I did a number of courses in it. And I learned some incredibly valuable, insightful things for myself as a man and my own self-development. You know, things like to feel good about yourself as a human being, you have to be a good human being. You can't treat other people badly. You can't disrespect men or women or the world. You can't treat other people like crap and then expect to have a high self-esteem. The two don't go hand in hand. You know, I learned a number of amazing lessons like that. I also learned to respect women. And I don't mean, you know, respect women because women deserve respect. Um, I mean, I actually learned to understand women and in understanding them and what their world looked like as opposed to my world as a man, I respected their differences and I came to love those differences. That was a really important part of my internal self-development. When I came back then, um, you know, after spending about six months on my own self-development as a man, I came back to the pickup artist industry. I really came into my own because I looked um, and what was being taught. And I just took the things that worked for me, that felt right for me as a human being, and dropped the things that I didn't like. And there was a lot I didn't like, but I sort of held on to the good stuff. I didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, and that's when that's when tables really started to turn. I really started to get some pretty uh, impressive results.
Um, <laughs> I actually took a long time to realize that I had accomplished something great. Uh, you know, I would I would go out and I'd be talking to girls and sure I'd be getting numbers and sure I'd be sleeping with a few girls and great things would be happening. But I had no concept that I, I, I somehow I didn't notice. I was so obsessed with seeing all the things that were still going wrong. I was so still so obsessed with focusing on all my failures that I really didn't um, I didn't recognize my successes along the way. And it, honestly, it wasn't until a couple of guys, because I was heading out with sort of a community of guys working on this stuff, and a couple of them started to say to me, man, I've heard these really amazing things about you. And they'd come and meet to me and they'd say, Oh, Damien, I I I I want to see you in action. I've I've heard this is yeah, I've heard you do amazing stuff and and it wasn't until I kind of I suddenly discovered that I had a reputation. Uh and in the beginning I didn't believe it. Just like I didn't believe that you know, if I'd pick up a girl and I'd get a phone number, I'd go home with her, it would feel like good luck rather than I'd become anything special, learn anything interesting. And it's the same thing. When guys told me that I had a reputation, I thought, ah, that's bullshit. I, I'm not really, I don't deserve a reputation. I'm not really that great. But then <laughs> it became really undeniable. I was in, I was out a couple of weeks in a row. I was out of the club and there was a horde. I mean, like 10, 11, 12 guys out. Um, and they were following me everywhere. They weren't even talking to me because I was out with my own friends. And they were just watching me and following me. And every time I talked to a girl, they'd kind of sit nearby and, and lean in to try to hear what was going on. And uh, kind of kind of creepy, kind of frustrating. But um, that's when it dawned on me that, hey, wait a minute. Why do these guys think I'm doing something so amazing? Uh, it was because, yeah, my, my results weren't bad. I, I Any night I'd go out, I'd be able to get five, six phone numbers and, and, you know, a lot of those would turn into sex and, um, you know, on a night out, I'd be able to, on a weekend, if I went out two nights, I'd, I'd almost always get a one night stand. But the whole time I've just been focused on my failures instead of my successes. And I think the thing I've learned is that success is always like that. Um, most people are way more successful than they give themselves credit for in different parts of their lives. But they never give themselves credit. They never stop and think, hey, wait up, I've accomplished something amazing. We're always so focused on the next thing we need to get better at. We're always so focused on, um, I don't know, the things that go wrong that, that we forget how amazing we already are at, at so many things. And I think our self-esteem and our self-confidence is wrapped up just like this. The, for a lot of you watching, there's probably a lot that you're already really amazing at and that you deserve an applause for. Things you've overcome, things you've accomplished in your life that you don't give yourself any credit for where tons of credit is deserved. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, look, you give a 23-year-old that kind of power and things can get a little bit wild. I kept a, at that time, I kept a, a diary, a private diary, like a private, I called my, my online black book. And, you know, looking back, it's a little narcissistic and sort of childish, but it meant a lot to me at the time. I used to document everything I did. Every week, I'd go to my diary and write down everything I'd done. And it's funny now as a 34-year-old man looking back at a 23, 24-year-old guy. And it was crazy. It was, you know, it was like I'd write, you know, Monday night, I caught up with Monica um, for a drink. Uh, things went really well. We made out at the end. Uh, we've organized to have movie night at my place on Thursday. Tuesday night, caught up with Veronica. She stayed over at my place for the second time. Really nice to sleep next to her. We kind of snuggled all night. Uh, Wednesday night, caught up with some friends uh, for drinks to see how everyone was doing. 
uh, ended up getting the phone number from a cute Brazilian waitress. Looking forward to catching up with her next week. Uh, you know, Thursday night, caught up for movie night with, with Monica from Monday. Uh, we slept together. It was great. Um, Friday night, you know, it was like every single day there was something going on. And Actually, no, it didn't last very long. Um, you know, I was living this crazy Playboy lifestyle for about six months. Until it dawned on me that I was getting stressed. I was, I was sleeping with all these women. I was feeling internally really, really stressed out. And I couldn't work out what it was for the longest time. And then I realized that I didn't, at this point, I didn't want to have all this sex. I didn't want to sleep with all these women. Uh, I was doing it out of a sense of obligation to my younger self. You know, I'd spent years of, of anguish and pain not just dealing with women, but my own insecurities as a man. And I had this vision of what my life should look like once I'd mastered it. And it looked like what I was doing, living like a playboy and, and enjoying it. But it wasn't what I wanted. Once I got there, once I was at that point where I could live that life, I didn't actually want that. I, I felt like it was done. I achieved it and, and I needed to stop. So after about six months, I did. I cut off all ties. I, I, I stopped all my casual sex relationships. I stopped trying to get numbers left, right, and center. Uh, you know, I kind of kept one or two casual sex relationships just so, you know, I, I wouldn't have to worry about finding new women. And I got focused on other parts of my life. I actually started to get really passionate about what was being taught to men in in the pickup industry. I mean, I realized that a lot of what was being taught was really unhealthy for men as a whole. Like it, it, it was trying to teach men to be narcissistic and trying to teach men to manipulate and gameplay and mess with women's feelings to try to get them into bed. And, you know, for all the success, for all the, the crazy sex that was going on, and I was always, because I'd done my men's work and my self-development as a man, I, it was integral for me that I acted with integrity, that I was always honest, that I was always upfront, that I left women better off than I found them. You know, I wasn't trying to pretend to be anyone's boyfriend. I wasn't trying to, uh, you know, lead women on and make them think that maybe something could happen. It was fun for both of us. And, and I think that um, I was starting to get really upset because I realized that if men in pickup were being taught to behave with integrity and honesty and, and, and not mess with women's heads all the time, then women would really get behind this movement because it would be creating better, better men. Uh, and I realized too that, you know, if if more men around the world acted this way, then women would be less defensive and cagey around men in bars and clubs and in general because they could trust that men would look after their best interests as well and not just be, well, narcissistic dickheads, as, as I think so much pickup artist training is really designed to, 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 to sort of try to coerce men into becoming. Well, that was a long time ago. I was 24 then. I'm 34 now. And, you know, I've, I've been working, I've been running a successful dating coaching company in Australia, School of Attraction, for eight years. And for almost as long, I've been with my partner, Divya, for, for eight years now. And I'll tell you something, you, the, learning to become really amazing at picking up and sleeping with women is, is one skill set. Learning to have a healthy, happy relationship is a totally different kettle of fish. I've learned so much from my relationship with my partner. Um, you know, that was a whole new journey that I needed to embark upon. 
And while my partner and I have been going through periods where we've been in an open relationship and I've kind of gotten to use my skills again, you know, outside of coaching it, but actually getting to use it myself, I've really found that I've transmuted a lot of my energy and passion for picking up women has changed into my energy and passion to, to, to coach men and to help other men go through the journey that I went through. You know, I, I've developed a huge, huge drive to change the nature of what the pickup artist industry tries to teach men about attraction, what it tries to teach men about themselves and becoming better quality men. And, you know, I, I couldn't care less about trying to be the best with women in the world. But what I really want to do is I, I, I want to become the best coach. I, I want to create a system that helps men better than any other system in the world overcome their demons, you know, and, and, and improve themselves as men and become more confident with women as a result. You know, we have been first. We do things that no other company in the world does. And I'm really proud of that. You know, when we, when we started, you know, we realized that you can't teach men to become amazing with women. You can't create massive change in just a weekend. You know, everyone was running these weekend boot camps. And we, we came straight out of the gate running a three-month training program. Um, and even today, almost no one runs anything longer than even two weeks. You know, what can you possibly change long term in just two weeks? I don't know. You know, we, 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 we still maintain that you must at all times be 100% honest and act 100% with integrity. You know, as far as I know, we're one of the few people that still maintain that level of that quality standard because, you know, women are, women are smart cookies. We're not trying to trick them. <laughs> we're trying to be better men in the first place and that's what I got so focused on and, and, and in all honesty that's what I'm all about I want to create better men <laughs> not better pickup artists better men who women want to be around oh gosh do it do it but 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 do it for the right reasons you know don't do it for the wrong reasons don't do it so that you can learn to shag a whole bunch of women do it so that you can become a better quality man do it because Learning to be better with women is actually, it's not about women at all. It's about you. Because women are so sensitive. They, they can see through your bullshit. doesn't matter how good your bullshit is. They see through and they can see the man that you really are inside. And, and if that man is a scared little boy who, who has something, you know, who, 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 who doesn't believe in himself and doesn't think he has anything to offer the world, then it's not just women you're going to fail with. You're going to fail at life. But if women can look inside and they see a strong, confident man it doesn't matter whether you're extroverted or introverted a guy who's who knows who he is and what he stands for and and knows how to be charming and knows how to laugh at life and doesn't take have to take himself so seriously all the time and women are going to want that man in their lives so you're going to be great with women but you're also going to win at life because being that man means you're going to get better jobs being that man means you're going to jump out and you're going to take on a new business and you're not going to give up and you're going to believe in yourself and you're going to believe in the message that you have to spread the to the world you know, I, the old me, never would have believed in starting a business, forcing guys to be honest and act with integrity at all times with women. I mean, the belief in, in my way of coaching was strong only because I first mastered myself as a man and that's what attracted women to me. So yeah, do it. Do it for that reason. You know, look at it as a way to be the man you want to be in every single part of your life. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash ultimate guide to seduction, all one word, 
to access my complete end-to-end guide to approaching and attracting women and start learning today. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.